Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers you talk, deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. Welcome. So instead of having Boyd Matheson, what you have is the fabulous Scott Simpson. Oh, yeah. It, that's it's good to be here, Leah. It is good to be here and with you, Leah Murray. Right, rock star uh, professor from Weber State University. You run the Olean Walker Institute of Politics. I do. And tell them what you do, Scott. Uh, I'm uh, a credit union hack. Uh, <laughs> I I uh, I run the Utah Credit Union Association and and sort of manage their public and government advocacy. All right. And for those of you who don't know, Scott and I have done KSL at night together, and we always have a really good time. So I feel like even though you might have tuned in to listen to Boyd Matheson, you didn't get Boyd Matheson here today, but you'll have a good time for the next two hours with us. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the cool thing that's happened, Scott and I were just chatting off like before we we came in with you all. Um, I'm a Swifty. He's confused or he's not. (laughs) (laughs) This this does confuse me, but go ahead. I don't want to I don't want to ruin the parade. Right. Okay, so you might all have noticed what happened in Congress, but let's just listen to it together. As I was driving up this morning, I couldn't help but notice I'd never seen more smiling and happy demonstrators uh, than I saw today. Uh, 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 I think Swifties have figured something out. Uh, 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 they're very good at getting their message across. So that is our Senator Mike Lee talking about Swifties. So, Scott, tell us what's going on in the United States Congress. Well, uh, you know, there, apparently, uh, and again, I, I don't have a great deal of passion around this. I'm demographically somewhat connected with my three daughters that I raised to this this group. But, you know, you got Ticketmaster, who basically controls the concert, most of the concert venue ticketing yeah. and delivery system in the country. They had a meltdown, uh, technology meltdown. It's not the first time it's happened for them. But, <laughs> right. But this was for Taylor Swift's show, and the backlash has found its way all the way to the United States Senate. Right. right. So I feel like it's, you said most, it's like 70 percent of the market, more than 70 percent of the market for ticketing and live events is controlled by Ticketmaster. Right. And right. And so then they try to put up an event. And so I'll just tell you, I went to the Reputation Tour a number of mm. years ago and the hours I logged online, right, like trying to be worthy <laughs> buying a Taylor Swift ticket. And I was able to, and we were able to go to the Rose Bowl. Um, so the same thing, right? Like a, many, many people are trying to get these tickets. Sure. And so they all get online and they're doing the quests and the side quests to try to be someone worthy to buy a ticket. And I guess basically what Ticketmaster is saying is, right, that it is a collapse because too many people got on, Sure. right? She, like, was top 10 on the charts for for that album that had just come out. And so everybody is there trying to get tickets, and they just crash. All right, but we've got with us Caroline Anders, who is a newsletter researcher for The Daily 202 and The 5-Minute Fix at The Washington Post. Caroline, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Caroline, so- Caroline help me out with this. I I, I'm I'm trying not to be a cynic, but you know we have things like FAA safety databases that are collapsing. <laughs> there are, there are some big things happening in DC. Why has this uh, gained so much attention of the U.S. Senate? Sure, that's a very fair question. I think a lot of people are thinking the same thing when they turn on their radios and hear senators making Taylor Swift references. Um, but so the issue here, as you guys brought up, is Ticketmaster is being accused of monopolizing the marketplace and not improving because it doesn't have any competition or any real robust competition. Um, 
so that leads fans to be locked out of these concerts that are so sought after. And the real interesting part about this hearing in particular is it basically came to fruition because young voters and and thrifties um, were so upset about the Ticketmaster crash, they started contacting their representatives and they did it in such big numbers that their representatives uh, paid attention. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And I love, Caroline, in your article, because I was thinking, you know, I was in college 30 years ago and I was a huge fan of Pearl Jam. So Pearl Jam tried to tackle <laughs> this right in 1994. And I, mm-hmm. you know, like you say in your article, just kind of closed like they open an investigation, but it kind of goes away. So to what extent either A, are these young people just better at all this stuff than my Gen X generation was 30 years ago? Or is this just the noise and then this one goes away, too? So, I mean, that's the question on everyone's mind right now. And we won't know, of course, for a little bit to see if um, lawmakers actually try to legislate to fix this problem or if it was just a a good soundbite spot for everyone um, to have a hearing and get some publicity out of it. That's obviously the the most cynical way to look at it, but that's not an unfounded way to look at it based on what we know about congressional hearings and uh, how they're used to reach different audiences. So... I guess it's too soon to say there's no clear movement in the works on, you know, breaking up Ticketmaster or something drastic like that. But what is interesting is so you you brought up the the Pearl Jam piece. So Eddie Vedder, the front man of Pearl Jam, went to Bill Clinton himself and said, you need to know about Ticketmaster. You need to to know about what's happening to these fans and and to the fans. And the investigation was open, closed shortly after. But this generation has employed, you know, social media, has really gotten on the phones and and put a huge pressure campaign on their representatives to respond, which just really shows, I think the main takeaway from this week was lawmakers are paying attention to what young voters are asking them for because young voters are such a, a big part of the, the voting base. Carol, thinking about generationally, yeah. th- th- we've got youth dealing with a lot of uh, difficult things. And I, and their engagement with government, Leah, you, you teach college. And, and does this really f- find its way to the ballot box? Because that's ultimately where the power of young generations are. Do you see, Caroline, um, this uh, a thread that will take it all the way to the ballot box? Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point. I mean, again, people are looking at the the Ticketmaster hearing as kind of a a fluffier issue. But if you look at, you know, the Parkland kids, the kids who organized after the Parkland massacre in Florida um, several years ago at this point, they did get uh, young voters to the ballot box. They did ramp up uh, voting rates in those years following that massacre. And we continue to see um, an increase in young voter participation if you look over the past three years, or the past three elections, so 2016, 
Um, we didn't see that increase, but then in 2018, there was a, a pretty big bump, which some people said maybe it's just the Trump effect. Then 2020, it's a little harder to, to say that's just a fluke. And then in 2022, when you have such big youth voter turnout in the midterms, it's clear young people are using um, their political power right now. Right. And so we just had a breaking news come in on our conversation about shooting. So I'm assuming, right, Caroline, that the issues young people are passionate about, in addition to Swifty tickets, but I don't think it's just about Taylor Swift. I think it's mm-hmm. about being able to buy things and have things not collapse. But they're passionate about gun violence. What other issues do you think in the last 30 seconds we have with you that lawmakers should be paying attention to? Definitely. I think abortion is the other big one. I mean, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. We're seeing young people really turn out to to vote for their abortion rights. um, And that is top of mind for people right now. All right. Caroline Anders, newsletter researcher for The Daily 202 and The 5-Minute Fix at The Washington Post. Thank you so much for being with us. And thank you for your patience while we had breaking news come in. Uh, Coming up. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Caroline. Coming up, we've got new legislation proposed to save the Great Salt Lake. We've been a lot. uh, There's been a lot of coverage. And we'll talk about that after the break.